Sideline podcast. We'll be taking a look at three games from last weekend and and see how those teams are are going forward into the next week of the season. The first game we're looking at was a a huge win for Benedictine as the the cadets beat visiting Ware County in a shootout, 49 to 42. It was an amazing game to cover. It seemed like whoever had the ball last was going to win. Holden Gurner, the Auburn commit from Benedictine, the uh, standout senior quarterback, had a career game. He was 31 out of 42 passing for 448 yards and three touchdowns. That was a career high with his yardage. And he also ran for three touchdowns. This game was being billed as a battle of two of the top quarterbacks in the nation, actually, high school quarterbacks. And, and Ware County's Thomas Castellanos also had a great game. He was 18 of 32 for 238 yards and a pair of touchdowns. And he ran for 127 yards and, and two scores. But uh, the big deciding factor in this game were, was the three interceptions that he threw. Ben Hollerback got one at the end of the first half for Benedictine. Justin Thomas got one of the first play of the second half. And then Holden Sapp was the third interception, and his was the biggest one as as the senior linebacker who's headed to Army ran it back 55 yards for a touchdown. That was a turning point in the game, and Castellanos threw interceptions on three straight passes, bridging the first and second halves. BC also survived a 173-yard two-touchdown performance by Cartevius Norton. He was a load at running back at 5'11 and 210 pounds. He was real tough to bring down. But the BC offense matched Ware County touchdown for touchdown. The run game for the cadets was so-so as they they rushed for 109 yards as a team, but the passing game just couldn't be stopped. Junior Jaquan Bryant had had a career high himself with 15 catches for 212 yards, and Thomas had scoring catches of 36 and 39 yards in a span of just over a minute in the fourth quarter. He finished with six catches for 135 yards and two touchdowns. Cam Edge has been making contributions again in the past game as the senior who's better known as the shortstop on the on the cadet baseball team had six catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. He's doing really good coming out of the slot and giving a giving Gurner a, a nice option on short passes and he can turn them into big gains. Now BC's game this week is against Burke County. They're supposed to open with them at Burke County on a, on August 20th, but Burke County had a COVID breakout and had to cancel or postpone that game. So they're supposed to play this Friday night, but it's been moved to Thursday night because of a lack of officials up in Augusta. That's going to be a Thursday night kickoff, BC at Burke County with a 6.30 p.m. early start Thursday night. So that should be an interesting one because Burke County is 3-0, and BC is 3-2, and but they are ranked number four among class 4A teams in the state by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Speaking of teams that are ranked high in the state, Calvary Day improved to 6-0 on the year last week with a 42-14 homecoming win over Strong Rock Christian. The Cavs are ranked number three in the state by the AJC in class 1A private. Jawan Johnson, the, the senior defensive back who has Offers from Army and Gardner-Webb set the tone on the very first play from scrimmage. He laid out, laid a big hit on a receiver from Strong Rock Christian who fumbled it, and it was picked up by Brooks Dawson for the scoop and score. Jawan later had an interception 
later in the game, and he's playing very, very well this year on that defense. Sophomore quarterback Jake Merklinger was almost perfect on the night. He was 15 of 16 passing for 174 yards and two touchdowns. He's now completed 73% of his throws on the season. The kid's amazing. He's got offers from Michigan State and Cincinnati with more to come, many more to come. He connected with Michael Smith five times for 88 yards and both those touchdowns. Michael Smith has been a big revelation in the passing game for uh, for Calvary this year. Freshman Donovan Johnson, I'm working on a little feature on Donovan that will come out later in the week. He had another big game with 88 yards rushing on eight carries and a touchdown. He's up over about, I think he's right around 650 yards on the year. Just an amazing season for the freshman. And the Cavs will be hosting, it'll be a battle of undefeated teams as they host Stratford Academy for Friday night at 730. Stratford Academy is 4-0 and they come into this matchup ranked number 10 in the state by the AJC among Class A private schools. Then we had the big, uh, the big cross-county rivalry last week, and the Effingham defense threw another shutout in a 34-0 win over South Effingham. The Rebels improved to 3-1 and on the season, equaling their win total from last year. Kyrie Wallace had four catches for 95 yards, and including a 73-yard reception on the first play of the second half that set up a score. Effingham quarterback Matthew Ford had a big game. He ran for a, a touchdown and threw for threw for two scores. And Xavier Kopik, the running back, ran for 103 yards and a touchdown on 19 carries. Uh, Effingham County will have a bye week be- this week before they, they have a big Region 26A matchup at Richmond Hill on October 8th. Now we'll take a little break here to to give ourselves a plug before we go to the uh, on the 50 yard line interview with Calvary Day coach Mark Stroud this week. You want to know what the latest on the Georgia Southern football team is? Like what the coaching situation is after Chad Lunsford was fired this weekend? We'll come to savannahnow.com to get all the best coverage there. Nathan Dominance does a great job covering Georgia Southern and Savannah State. And we got the college, local college scene covered there and if you want to know about what's going on in the local high school scene we got it all for you here too at savannahnow.com if you're not a subscriber already now's the time to try us out you can get a full access to our digital content for just a dollar a month for the next six months six months go to savannahnow.com forward slash subscribe now to sign up now here's a interview we did last week with calvary day coach mark stroud he's got over 200 hit wins in 30 years of coaching. He's a, he's a coaching high school coaching legend in the area. And we talked with uh, Mark Stroud about what to expect from Calvary Day going forward in this uh, in a undefeated season so far for the Cavs. We're here with Mark Stroud, the head coach at Calvary Day. He has 232 wins in his 30-year career coaching. That includes 108 in 13 seasons at Calvary Day. Uh, they're 5-0 this year, ranked number three in the state by the AJC in Class A Private. Coach, uh, last year you guys reached the Final Four in a, in a great run at the end of the season. What's been the key to the success for the team this year? Well, I was, you know, talking to one of the players from last year's team uh, just yesterday, and I think a real 
part of the key to success, I think, is last year's team. I mean, I, we kind of came off to a very slow start last year, if you remember, and then uh, just toward the really the, the last end of the season, we just kind of caught fire, sort of gained some confidence, and a lot of the, a lot of our core guys were involved in that team last year. So I think it just really carried over through the summer, carried over right into this season. Uh, some good experienced players were part of last year's team. I think that was a big part just to carry over. Just got us off to a much faster start, and then uh, you know come out of the gate and win the game against Prince Avenue. It was great confidence building for us, and you know, I think we built off that game and just tried to, you know, tried to improve into it. Well, there's a lot of talent on the squad this year with guys like Troy Ford, who has offers from Auburn, Notre Dame. We got Jake Merklinger, a quarterback, a sophomore who picked up an offer from Michigan State over the summer. In 2013, you guys reached the state finals in Calgary. That was the farthest you went. How would you? rate this team as far as the amount of talent you've had here in your time at Calgary? I think they're definitely talented. You know, I think the scoop is very, very talented. I think uh, it's, you know, got maybe a little bit more depth uh, overall. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. We had some really good players in that 2013 team that really played quite really well. So I, I think that's a little bit yet to be seen in this group. Um, but I do think we have a lot more overall depth uh, that a lot of guys can make plays. Um, and also, just you know, I looked up the other night. It's very rare for us here when we were, no one was on, was playing both sides of the ball as a full-time guy. And I think that's been really important for us as well. Our defense is out there. And, you know, we've got a couple guys that are crossovers a little bit. But yeah. typically, in a Calgary day, typical season, you're going to have four or five guys that are that are playing both ways. Even that 2013 team, so, you know, three or four or five guys were you know, two-way guys all night long. So I think that's uh, a little bit difference from that team but again you have to be seen these guys can uh, match that. Well one guy that's staying on one side of the ball is Merkley your sophomore quarterback yeah. just yeah. saw him it looked like he grew four inches since last year he's probably yeah. six three six yeah. four he's uh, already thrown for nearly a thousand yards completing 70 percent of his passes and he's rushed for seven touchdowns right. in yeah. five yeah. games. Uh, can you tell us about his development this year behind center? Yeah I mean I think you know he's just kind of picked up where he left off I mean last year he did not play like a freshman. You saw him some. He really played uh, like he was a seasoned veteran. And, you know, he's come out this year and done exactly the same thing. You know, hey, you know, the target's on his back a little bit. You know, but I think he's handled that very well, uh, as some of our other guys have. I mean, when you get picked by an offer immediately, you know, it takes it takes you. And people know that. Yeah. And they're, they're really going to check your oil a lot in that situation. So I think he's handled it well. He's, you know, he's a really good athlete. So he's able to rush the ball, turn him loose, run the ball a bit more, and he's able to scramble and do some things with his legs. Another guy who will be getting a lot of offers in the future, I think, is his freshman, Donovan Donovan Johnson. He's rushed for 548 yards already and four touchdowns. He's 6'1", 195 as a freshman. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about Johnson? Yeah, Don's, uh, Don, he's a really good player, and uh, you know sometimes we have to remind ourselves that he's a freshman. Yeah. And, you know, he, looks, he doesn't like a freshman very often, but uh, you know, he's definitely – Learning, learning has its going. He's getting better each game, I think. And you know, he's a big, tough, physical kid. I mean, he, I mean, he does. He, he, he looks like a senior. Yeah. You know, just body-wise, and some plays he makes it looks like a senior would make. But hey, you know, he's. You know, again, we have to remind ourselves this kid's a freshman. Sometimes, and he, if he doesn't do exactly perfectly right, like you know, we're, we're, he's on our team. You know, he's, yeah. he's a good player, and he's and he, he practices hard, works hard. Uh, you know, he has all those things that a great player has, great work ethic, good attitude, all those things. And, you know, I think the sky's in the
the defense has been another strength this year, all three levels of it. We got Terry Simmons up at the nose guard, a 300 pounder who can move yep. so well. We got AJ Butts at linebacker along with Troy Ford, who we talked about earlier, and then Juwan Johnson kind of anchoring that backfield. Uh, how would you how would you assess their performance this year? Yeah, I think those guys performed well. I mean, those three guys you, you spoke about, four guys you spoke about, they've all really performed very well. And uh, I think it's just as a unit, I think the defense has played well. Yeah, we, we've unfortunately played some games that people have exposed us a little bit. And because of that, you know, it gives us a chance to make some really good corrections. But I think all in all, uh, I think they, you know, we have a chance to be a really good defensive team for the course of the season. And we show really good flashes of that. And, uh, you know, if we can just, you know, uh, fix a couple of things on, on the defense side of the ball, then I think we can be a very, very solid defensive team. I mean, all the pieces are in place. Uh, we just got to, you know, got to perform a bit better at all. Well, this week we have homecoming. We got some festivities going on right now on Absolutely. campus. Yeah. Uh, Strong Rock Christian coming to town. And then you'll be starting the region play in a couple of weeks with Savannah Christian at home on October 15th. Then the next week against Country Day right. on the 22nd. What, what are you expecting going forward on the season for your team? Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, every, it's every Friday night say, you know, is a tough game. I mean, everybody's, even for somebody who's not quite as good, you know, athletically speaking, they're very well coached. And, um, you know, we played a couple teams that maybe were down a little bit athletically, but they were very, very well coached. We got Strong Rock coming in uh, tomorrow night. Very well coached, very good offensive team. And so I think, you know, that'll just be a challenge in itself. And then I think we start hitting really the big gauntlet. You know, we had a couple of teams over there that were really tough. And now, you know, you go right into Stratford, who's been a very good football team. Uh, you know, we have a tough history with those guys. And then, you know, we got some Christian, Country Day, and Juan's all quality teams, all well coached, all going to play hard. So, you know, any given Friday night, you can go out there and win or lose, and it won't surprise anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it looks in the paper the next morning because all the teams, you know, are going to be so competitive, and they're, they're going to just, you know, they're going to have a great game plan coming in. Both, both every team that will play will, including ourselves. So it's just going to be, you know, those are some of those variables you can't control sometimes, and what will happen in some of those games, what will make the difference in those games. And, uh, you know, you got to be smart, you got to control the ball, you got to, not turn the ball and all those crazy things that happen and barring injuries too. So yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough run for everybody. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a tough you know it's gonna be a, a bruised up run. Okay coach. Hey I appreciate you. Okay, thanks a lot. All right. okay.